Hello, I'm Jason Furman, and I'm a professor of practice at Harvard University, and I'm talking with Wendy Edelberg. I am director of the Hamilton Project and a senior fellow at Brookings, and very happy to be talking to you, Jason. And I'm excited to be talking to you, Wendy. Um, I have a new article in Foreign Affairs where I talk about a strategy for the next president. The premise of my strategy and my recommendations are that the economy is going to need a lot of help right now with the dark winter we're going into with COVID, all the challenges we face, but that it's going to get a lot better in 2020, not all the way better, but a lot better. And so that the focus also needs to be on what can be done over the longer term to rebuild the economy and help connect people um, to jobs. I think you know, you've had a similar approach to this, um, but you've focused in particular recently on um, a $2 trillion plan for the economy. Maybe um, you should talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So uh, I am particularly worried about where the economy is now. Uh, that's not to say that I disagree with you, Jason. I, I definitely see that the economy is going to improve, e frankly, even, even absent uh, more fiscal support, the economy will probably uh, bumble its way into improving more in 2021. But more fiscal support would, would be extraordinarily helpful for the recovery. By my estimate, the, 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 the gap between what output would be next year and what we thought it would be pre-pandemic um, over the following year, that gap is about a trillion dollars in nominal terms. And then we probably would be looking forward to another gap in 2022 that would be maybe half that, so about a half trillion dollars. And what that means is that if we want to balance all the risks, and think about how big a fiscal package would be in order to fill that hole and get the economy back onto its pre-pandemic path pretty quickly. We need a package that's about two trillion dollars, and we need it now. Yeah, um, you know that would have sounded to a lot of people like a large number uh, if you'd said it a few years ago. Um, but one thing that I've been really struck by is we in the United States did the first two trillion dollars with markets barely blinking, countries around the world, at least the advanced economies, have been able to borrow a lot, and interest rates are still really low. And that makes me and many others think that we need to rethink fiscal policy and be a lot less worried about debt right now when financial markets are basically screaming at us, you know, don't worry, you know, take our money. I completely agree The the level of interest rates right now, it's just extraordinary. They are at historic lows and all of the signals that we're getting from financial markets about what they think interest rates are going to be, even over the, the next decade, is that they expect interest rates to remain extraordinarily low. And so I completely agree between that and the kind of action that we can expect from the Federal Reserve to support uh, the kind of the kind of fiscal support that we were just talking about um, between what we know financial markets would do and what we know the Federal Reserve would do, I think that there is more than enough capacity to absorb the kind of borrowing that at least I'm hoping for. And what do you think you know, we need to do about the fact that it's just so uncertain what's going to happen in the economy? You know, it might all be better than you're saying. Um, it might be worse 
um, than what you're thinking. You're absolutely right. There are risks on both sides. But the thing is, our tools are lopsided. We have pretty good tools to, to handle uh, the problems when our economy is running too hot. The tools that we have in terms of fiscal policy and monetary policy, if the economy is running too hot, those tools work pretty well. The tools we have to get the economy running faster when, when, it's, when it's doing badly, those tools work a lot less well. So what that suggests to me is that um, to, to, deal with the, to deal with those risks and those lopsided tools is go big, do more. And if we need then to, to lean against some of that activity, if we end up running the economy too hot, we can handle that. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it's what you're hearing, not just in the United States, you're hearing it from the International Monetary Fund, the OECD. It's what all of them are saying. And you know, there's been very little international coordination around the current rounds of fiscal policy. And I think we'd benefit from more of that, the G20, for example, getting involved, because when the United States does something, it helps other countries. When other countries do something, it helps the United States. And working on it together would help all of us. Entirely agree with you there as well. And and my hope is that is that what we're going to see over the next over the next months with the new administration is, is a new era of cooperation that really makes these, these kinds of policies a lot more effective. Well, uh, Wendy, it's been great talking to you. So much to look forward to um, in this area. Good to talk to you too, Jason.